Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. Folks, we have a, a show today. It's very special. We're going to be talking about soul flower, and it is a plant spirit oracle. And this book is going to, actually they're cards with a little book attached, but you're going to learn about flowers and how they help us. And um, I'm going to pick three cards for the audience and see how you relate to them. Uh, we're going to be speaking with Lisa Estrabook. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that it's holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an, as an executive sales professional, and I am the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, nesmoniquechapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on LinkedIn. And folks, I will be participating with the Wisdom um of Reiki uh, conference in Rhinebeck, New York at the Omega Institute, uh, September 23rd to the 25th. If you're a Reiki practitioner and you're in the area and you want to connect with me, William Rand, um, others, I can't think of all their names right now, Stacy Gibbons is one, um, do um, come by. The Omega Institute is a great place. It's a wonderful institute. They have other classes that they're offering at the same time, and you will be immersed in a weekend of Reiki. My guest today, Lisa Esterbrook, is an artist, mother, weight shower, author, home herbalist and plant whisperer who has spent the last 30 years remembering how plant oracle deck and the companion book um, tending the garden of your soul along with the daily practice journal and you can check her out at her website and that is mysoulflower.com welcome lisa Good morning. Nice to speak to you. Monique. Hi, it's great. It's great to have you here. <laughs> We're both a little um, excited this morning, and that's absolutely fine. So, talk to us. You know, um, it seems like you must be an avid gardener since you wrote a book on soul flowers, huh? No, I don't know that avid is a good enough word. I would say more like obsessive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Um, what piqued your interest early on before you discovered soul flower and all that? What piqued your interest early on in flowers and herbs? Well, um, I think it was just that I felt so good when I was working in the gardens, when I was with the flowers. I mean, 
it just, it was the place that I go to, to feel grounded, to feel, Mm -hmm. you know, connected. And, Uh and I would even, you know, have uh, terrible headaches and I would be, you know, three young kids and whatever, I would go out (laughs) in the gardens and, um, and just for the time that I was out there working with the plants, I felt, I felt good. I felt present. You know, it's that, that, you know, when you're, you lose track of time, you know, when you're Mm -hmm. in a space of just deep presence and that's, that's really the way I related to nature and the plants for so very long time. And, you know, and then finally I took their invitation, their insistent invitation to, to go deeper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's always interesting. I love plants also. I have like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, nine flower gardens out front and Mm -hmm. seven in the back and plants all through the house. And I just love them when I am with the plants and I don't like when I, plan a garden I really don't plan it's like I'll go to the store I'll say oh I like that plant that plant that plant bring them home plant them and go and people stop and they take pictures and they're like you know oh wow this is so beautiful and it's like I just planted some flowers you know get over it mm-hmm. um but I found that I'm grounded when my hands are in the dirt and I let go of anything that is bothering me and yeah. should I be angry, I go out and I pull the weeds. Very effective. <laughs> it it's very meditative. I, you know, I have extensive gardens and I spend most of my time there, you know, weeding. And, mm-hmm. and it really is a, a practice of, it's a meditative practice. It's a practice of, you know, being in with my breath and present. And it mm-hmm. is. It is very cathartic, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's interesting because either on your website, I think it's on your website, you have something as be present, be enough, be compassionate, be intentional, be connected, be perceptive, be understanding. And you said that the energy of being requires Pending. So talk to us more about that, because I think sometimes we forget that plants really equate to who we are, you know, energetically, and we need tending, but we tend to overlook that. So talk to us about the energy of being. Yeah, um, so I consider myself a, a complicated houseplant. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't feel that I'm any different. You know, I mean, I have a different physical body, of course, in the flowers, but I don't... Um, I don't see myself really as much different from them in terms of the care that I need to give to myself. And, you know, like most women and actually most humans, we are sort of raised to, to not be connected to our own bodies, not to listen to our own thoughts um, and to just sort of suppress the wisdom that our, that our bodies provide us with. Um, And so for me, the gardens have really taught me how to listen. That's where, you know, I say I'm a plant whisperer, but I really feel mm-hmm. it's more like a plant listener. And it's, and so to being for me is actually listening to what my body, my intuition, my, you know, my, my ego mind, whatever it is to be really present with what is actually happening in the now moment. Cause oftentimes we find ourselves you know, rehashing the past or uh-huh. as a mother worrying a lot uh-huh. about <laughs> and, and honestly, it's, you can't do anything about any of that. <laughs> you really True. cannot. And so it, to me being, and what the flowers teach me is to, is to just 
to be with what is actually happening at the moment. And quite often what is happening at the moment is, is actually pretty pleasant. You know, I mean, I've had my share of traumas and, and Mm -hmm. difficult experiences, but it's, it's, it, it passes, right. It moves, it moves and our Mm -hmm. minds kind of stick to it. So, so the, the flowers never, you know, they, they don't judge themselves. They're just, <laughs> just the trees, you know, they're not like, oh my goodness, my branch is just sticking out in just such a terrible way. Or, you know, or this flower is not feeling so, um, you know, gorgeous, you know, it's feeling uh-huh. a little spent, you know, you, they don't judge themselves. They just are, they just are. And, uh-huh. and so that's, you know, the, and the overarching energy from all of nature, I feel, is just this deep abiding love and unconditional love. And so as I've grown closer and closer to my flower and nature companions, I have been embodying more and more of those qualities. I have been bringing myself back into alignment with nature, with life, and kind of back into the fold rather than, you know, always in the past or the future or trying to control it is really yeah because yeah because the past you're not really going to change um the future you have truly no idea and i'm an intuitive but you truly have no idea and you know trying to control it you can't i mean you You you, can't control it right yeah and that's that's like dandelion is on the front cover of my book and Mm -hmm. part of my deck and she she is probably my single biggest mentor and ally in this whole journey and her soul quality is that of release and letting go and it it has meant many different things as I spiral and journey with these different flowers but ultimately it's just this human uh, desire to be in control or this illusion that we are in control Mm -hmm. and it's just it it, she just shatters that over and over and over within me and and shows me how I I try to control my life. I try to, you know, make things safe. I try to make things, you know, make the right choices, all these things. Uh-huh. And that, that, are, that really is an illusion. <laughs> really yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's about going with the flowy and you know, the dandelion is on the front cover, but every time I look at the cover of the book in the box for the deck, I get sunflower. I don't know mm. why it oh. could be because soul flower. I don't know, but I just like sunflower and for me sunflower is great yeah and they're the same family dandelion and sunflower in the same plant family so they have a lot Mm -hmm. of the same qualities just this beautiful radiant light this radiant uh presence very much about uh personal power and personal presence in the world so they're both very similar so and it's not uncommon (laughs) okay um well how do you communicate with the plant spirits Well, I communicate just like I would with a nonverbal child or a pet. Mm -hmm. I use my intuition. I guess I use my imagination. I use my creativity, Mm -hmm. art skills. And ultimately, I communicate with the plants through the language of our hearts. It's, it's, it's a heart connection. It's not a verbal connection. I have, on occasion, had words and that really just pop up into my mind, you know, as a, uh-huh. perhaps as a channeler uh, of the plant spirits. 
Would and and for sure the words that have come through for each of the cards that are there uh, were certainly. Well, I I feel we're we're deeply the the words of the plant spirit coming through me through my heart. Mm-hmm. So it always comes through my lens, but I feel like I it's my job to to be grounded, be present, and to simply listen and allow and they speak to me through my everyday waking consciousness. I'm, I don't go to an altered state. Sometimes I do, but I don't go to an altered state. Uh-huh. I, I hold the, the intention uh-huh. that I am going to be connecting with the plant spirit. And then I allow the universe, the, the, the unity field of consciousness with which with which we all play with that we are mm-hmm. all in see I allow that to present me with you know um messages I guess synchronicities mm-hmm. and, and and it all like it's all about frequency and vibration and I don't really understand it I'm not a scientist but what I find is that when I am holding the intention to connect with dandelion which I said was sort of letting go and release then everything mm-hmm. in my life including my experiences what I'm going through with other relationships in my work I will find that they are all relevant to that energy. It's mm. all something that I have to work on in that moment. And it'll, and it's astounding to me that I'll even see like posts in my, in my social media feeds. I will hear over here conversations. I will, um, you know, experience directly multiple different ways that that energy is showing up in my life to be embodied or to be understood, to be recognized, to be seen. Uh, it's like, everything is like, everything is a mirror, you know, for us, mm. for me to, to be aware of. And of course, you know, we are all busy. We go through our lives and we, we get distracted. We have to make dinner, you know, we've got mm-hmm. laundry, all those sorts of things, which kind of pull me out of that space of awareness and presence and being, but uh, I, I oftentimes will, you know, I'll put the plants on my altar. I'll put pictures of it all around my house. I'll go and visit it in real life as much as possible. And I have temporary tattoos on my website, which is a really <laughs> wonderful way to. Yeah, I, I, I thought they were fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, and, and they're magic. I mean, this is what magic is, is bringing something abstract into our everyday waking conscious and consciousness. And, and that's, the way I use them. So I'll wear a dandelion tattoo. And every time I see that tattoo, I'm reminded of my intention to mm-hmm. connect with that plant spirit. And, and I know that everything that I'm experiencing is related. So it's, so then I just spend an awful lot of time, you know, writing post-it notes and jotting down things in my phone and just keeping a journal and just being aware, like a, like a a scientist does perhaps, you know, collecting or, you know, nature journaler, collecting all this information uh, through. And I also work with the lunar cycles to help me with this. And, Uh uh, and I spend a good deal of time processing it and integrating it. Uh, into my life so that then you know so the next and then I move on to the next flower so it's it's uh it's it's a really embodied process that I've been working on for I don't know 10 years now (laughs) okay well fabulous talk to us you know you said everything is a mirror talk to us about the plant life cycle um, equating that to the human life cycle because in the human life cycle we're born we 
grow up eventually or we grow until as much as you know uh universe or source says that we're supposed to grow and then we leave earth but once we leave earth the soul goes on and for me when i look at a plant i especially for the seed i'll plant the seed i'll transfer the seedling nourish it and let it grow but then at some point in time it's going to make a transition and then it's composted so talk to us about the parallels of that Mm, yeah, well, I think we go through this, this energetic cycle over and over and over again. I mean, I know we have one physical birth and one physical death, as do the flowers, but like you just said, it is composted. And then when we, you know, when it is composted, it, it, for, it provides nutritious soil for the next cycle of growth. So uh-huh. it's really about cycling and psych and, and nature cycles. It's a mirror of these cycles that we go through over and over and over again. We experience many births of ourselves as we grow and we also experience many deaths of ourselves or aspects of ourselves as we Uh grow and so I think we and it's interesting because in our modern culture we spend an awful lot of time in this growth part of the cycle Uh perpetual summer and we're we're having to do 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 and go 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 and you know, expand, 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 and consume, 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 we're always in this growth cycle. And we never really take the time and nor do we address it on a cultural level to, to allow for the death part, which is the part where we let go of Uh the things that are no longer serving us and compost it so that when we are in another growth phase, we can access that wisdom that we have learned and apply Uh it to the next cycle of growth. So most often when we stay in that growth phase, we're repeating over and over again, patterns that, you know, we may have outgrown, but we just haven't taken the time to integrate and let go. You know, we're in this perpetual summer. So to me, that's what nature, that's what it, it, you know, all of nature, not just the flowers and plants, you know, we, we have the seasons, the solar cycles that are showing Uh us same pattern and we have the you know even in a day shows us the same pattern we have the sunrise it's like a birth of a new day and we have the the growth to the the fullness of the you know midday sun and then we have the time in the evening to you know take stock of what happened during that day and Uh let it go and then we rest we rest yes and And we rest and Uh we sleep and then we've started all over again. And so it's like, this is the cycles that nature and the flowers are always showing us and, 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 and encouraging us to start embodying in our own lives. We need more rest, mm-hmm. we need more downtime. We need to come into a healthy relationship with death as, as the end of our physical lives, but also as a metaphorical letting go of you know, aspects that we are ready to let go of. And it's painful and it can be painful and it's hard. And we as a human as humanity like to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, we do, but it's a um a part of being here. I mean, unless it you is. have figured out how to ascend, which um not too many people have, you're you're gonna leave Earth. Now I want to keep my promise to the audience. I drew three cards, so I'd like to tell you them in aggregate and then you talk about them individually. The first card I drew was um, Campanula. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say that? And then the second card? Campanula or Campanula. Okay. Whatever. Okay. 
And then the second card was lavender and the third card was periwinkle. So let's talk about the first card. Mm, Campanula is alignment. Mm -hmm. um, do you have the card right there? Would you like to read them? Yeah, um, girl, got to find the glasses, but uh, let's see what I can see here without the glasses. It's a ringing in of the spirit of abundance from limited universal source, helping you align your thoughts, words, and actions with your true self, which mm -hmm. knows no limitations. Um, and it's a beautiful um pink like bell-like flower yeah it uh, is and, it, and it looks like stars at the end so to me when I looked at when I drew it and I looked at that I thought of the universe in nighttime mm -hmm. and um the mystery of the night the wonder of the night and how night can help you uh truly create if you're willing to you know look at the energy so tell us about you know your thoughts yeah, I mean, that's a, I like that. I, I like listening to everybody's uh, stories. There's nothing wrong when, you know, there's no wrong interpretation with these, with the flowers, with the cards. And mm -hmm. to me, um, Campanula, you know, it's like, it, it's around alignment, but that's the soul quality of our thoughts and our words and our actions. So quite often we're not in a space of alignment with those. We may be feeling one way and we say another thing or we and we think mm -hmm. something else <laughs> and mm -hmm. when we're in that state of not non-alignment it's hard for us to to I think it's hard for us to manifest to grow to ascend as you say to you know mm -hmm. you know in our own lives because we're, we're we're basically sending out a discordant energy into the universe and our you know and i those bells it's kind of like little satellite dishes you know mm -hmm. as you in the sky like little satellite dishes and we each have our own vibration that we're sending out and and you know your heart is radiating at one and your mind is radiating another one and in mm -hmm. you know, what you're actually doing is is something else so i think it's really a call to to connect in deeply with your heart what is your heart asking you to do not what is something outside of you is asking you to do what is your heart asking you to do so we're mm -hmm. learning learning to listen to and then you know can we let go of the, like you said the the, the bs you know the story uh -huh. minds tell us about you know what our hearts want you know all that uh -huh. not you're not good enough all those things and then what our words actually say are we actually speaking our truth are we actually uh -huh. speaking our heart's truth because when we are speaking our heart's truth that's when we can grow Oh, okay, so the next card is lavender, which I have all over my property. Um, I find it to be very um, protecting, purifying the energy. Um, I have issues with a ghost in the backyard and la lavender is one of the plants that I have back there to help entertain them so they don't come in and entertain me. Um, but it also helps with relieving stress. I have found, I mean, you know, lavender essential oil, they say, you know, spray it on your pillow when you want to go to sleep to have a deep relaxing sleep so tell us more about lavender yeah there's no mistake that that's that lavender is like such a prevalent essential oil or an ingredient mm -hmm. in our soaps and our laundries you know detergents and everywhere around the world i think it's uh i don't think that's an accident because like you say it is deeply restorative and deeply purifying energy and it definitely uplifts the your mind and body and helps you to de-stress and go come into flow <laughs> 
come uh-huh. into flow with life, you know, rather than, you know, and feeling inner peace and harmony rather than kind of just all this agitation, which we are experiencing as a, as a, as a global community right now. So, so, um, you know, there's an affirmation that goes with lavender, which I feel is really important. And it's, I allow waves of peace and deep relaxation to wash over me because, you know, we we're we're always, again, it's like kind of going back to that place of stress and doing all the time. And, and lavender is here in all of our lives and homes to help us to, to allow waves of peace. Uh-huh. <laughs> and relaxation, you know, even if it's just for a moment, even if it's just for a moment, it's, it's, uh, it's deeply restorative. So yeah. I think that we all need lavender right now. We all need lots of lavender and I'm pretty jealous that you get to have it outside year round. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. In fact, I need to go cut some of it back because it can right. grow. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. It makes a delicious tea. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I encourage, I encourage everyone to be in relationship with lavender and I I have it outside but of course we have snow on the ground for a good portion of the winter and it takes a while to break dormancy in the spring so I gather it in for the winter and have tea and add it to my bath and just Mm -hmm. allow it to relax me (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's even more purposeful because you you have to pay attention to the seasons and you yeah. know adjust. Where I just put it out there, and you know, well, we're in a drought right now, but outside of that, you know, things right. grow. Now, the third uh, flower card that I picked was periwinkle, mm-hmm. and it's all about intertwining and all is well. That's what I like about that in your card. You say all is well all is as it should be. So talk to us a little bit more about periwinkle and the beautiful soft blue coloring. Yeah, it's a woodland uh, plant. It's Vinca minor is the Latin name and it grows all in the woods here around my home. Uh, It's got a ground cover and it's a beautiful twining vine that sort of creeps along and and it, uh, a little story about it, it was the, actually the last card that I created for this deck. Oh, okay. And I wasn't intending to have periwinkle in the deck, but I was walking in the woods as I do most every day. And it was late winter, very early spring, and it was blooming maybe a month ahead of time. So it really caught my attention because it was flowering amongst the ice and snow. Uh-huh. And um it, so I began to work with it and it really was this direct message that, you know, I've gained a lot of wisdom. I, you know, we, through our stories and our experiences, we learn a lot and her invitation for us is to not keep repeating the cycles of, or this, repeating the same lessons and stories over and over and over again and instead to kind of move to our edge of growth and it's it's kind of an uncomfortable place you know it's like we have this choice to to start something new to try a new to try and bring a new pattern into our lives uh-huh. try to uh-huh. new synapses in our brains and not it's easier to just fall into the same rut and of previous patterns. And so she brings you to that edge of your growth and Uh you can take all these, all of your life lessons, all the things in the past and utilize them to help you move forward with, you know, with, with the wisdom gained rather than just leaping back into the mosh pit, (laughs) (laughs) repeating the same stuff over and over and over again. And I know that, you know, 
many of us do that over and over again until the lesson is learned or it's not even learned. It's like until it is seen and integrated because we still we still will find ourselves experiencing same kind of stories or experiences, but when we have taken and when we have integrated the lessons learned and, uh-huh. and the wisdom that we have gained, we can, we can navigate it, you know, from a different uh-huh. perception. So that's really what that's about. So, which is a nice uh, third card, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. It's interesting how they, <laughs> yeah, how they flowed all together. Yeah, um, tell, now tell us um, about your website. When we go to mysoulflower.com, I do know that you have uh, a feature where people can draw a card a day. Yeah, so tell yeah. us about that and everything else on the site. Yeah, so there's the free daily pick there because I feel like that's the best way to build relationship with the flowers and yourself is to spend some time every day mm-hmm. with self-reflection. So, and I I really just feel like this this the the wisdom that I was able to tap into is is universally available for all, and it just is you know I'm just the messenger, mm-hmm. uh, and so I wanted it to be freely available to all. So you can go to my website, and I don't collect personal information. You can go and play with it. You can go and pick a card, and I run through how to do that on the on the website, and it gives you a card, a message that you can. Uh, sit with and reflect on and integrate into your day in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go deeper with each of these flowers, I share a plant spirit a deep dive blog where I share my stories with these plant spirits and how they how they work through my everyday waking consciousness and my 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 lived experiences. So that the wisdom is really, you know, it, it it's inner wisdom that it comes from my lived experiences, which I feel is every bit as valuable as, you know, a credentialed (laughs) uh, Uh learning. So, uh, so you can go in there and you can go as deep as you want, (laughs) you know, with these plant spirits, you can go into my, my deep dives. And, and then I have a lot of products, you know, because we do all like physical tools, right. To help Uh us. And I have Uh coloring uh, books and, and daily practice journals and the cards themselves to help us tend to ourselves. And that's really what it is. It's not, it's a, it's a gentle practice that I encourage um, a daily tending, like you are watering the plants in your garden, you are giving yourself that same amount of energy and love and care, uh, tender, loving care, I say from a place of, you know, self forgiveness and trust and love and mm-hmm. compassion. And rather than wounded obligation, like you're not, we're not here to fix ourselves. We're here to just love ourselves. And that's Mm -hmm. the message from the flowers and all of nature. Okay. Well, thanks so much. You know, our time is so much up and I really appreciate having you on today. What pearl of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience? What pearl of wisdom? Well, maybe from Dandelion that, you know, the invitation to come back into the flow of life, to come back into our our rightful place in the web of life and with nature Mm -hmm. and to not fear nature or something that needs to be controlled. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I guess, I guess just find compassion (laughs) for that problem for yourself. Okay. 
know. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for being um, my guest today. I greatly appreciate it. And I appreciate the audience for listening to us. Um, I am really honored to have your time and attention. And please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of discovering your soul flower. Uh, but the blessings lighten up to all. Agape.